baby! <laughs> Eating a Godfather's pizza? Yeah, it's it's a very Midwestern pizza. What does that mean? A lot thick of crust? Yeah, a lot yeah. of thick crust, yeah. Chicago kind of style? <laughs> Major luck. Welcome to Set Jetter Park. My name is Tom Cohen. Gotta let it breathe. We yeah. haven't even seen it. It's terrible. Uh, you know, it's not made for us. This is a fan. Sometimes shit happens. Someone has to deal with it. And who are you gonna call? You know, That's all we have. He enjoys set jetting. He enjoys Madonna, and he enjoys Varsity Pizza. Without further ado, here's Robbie. Oh, that's a very Tonight Show entrance. <laughs> I was thinking about that this week. Yeah. I feel like you're the set jetter. You it you deserve something on some occasions rather than happy Saturday, Bob. <laughs> that is true. And and Johnny Carson's from Nebraska, so there you go. Also That's a true. Broadcast, yeah. Also a broadcast journalist major, like myself. Yes. Doesn't work on Mondays like yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like why why would you? <laughs> <laughs> I've always admired that about Mr. Carson. I don't work on Mondays. It's like you know what? Good for taking a stand. For late night, usually people need that Monday entertainment for the week, and he's like, yeah. you'll wait till Tuesday. Yeah, you're, people are busy enough. You're tired on Monday anyway, so people aren't going to remember it. They're not going to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited we're doing a show today. I listened to the last show more than I think any other show before. I don't know why, but the, everything was just vibing well. It was gelling. Was it? it was clear. Yeah, it was you No, know, I don't listen to a second of it. <laughs> you were like the Johnny Depp of podcast you don't I, listen to yourself I don't, that's just rude then i don't know what that means but <laughs> <laughs> well he doesn't watch his own movies yeah well a lot of people don't it's just yeah i i think if i did i would i would never go on a podcast again right yeah you're you're a perfectionist and you would hear one thing maybe you didn't like and that would be the end yeah i, I already have people telling me what i'm not doing right so that that's enough so <laughs> no but everything you're doing is great yeah so whatever's behind you is scaring the hell out of me well, that might be part of the Okay, podcast. I'll leave it alone. I don't know. I don't know. Looks <laughs> like Annabelle. It might be part of the top ten. I don't know. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. I, okay, all right. We'll get to that. We had a great right. show tonight. Uh, the, we have the 2003, um, 2003's highest grossing films, according to Box Office Mojo. I believe this list has improved a little bit in terms of quality since 2002. What do you think? I agree. There was a few more, obviously, in the top tens. I'm like, all right, this is better. There's things that I watch or have recently watched, or even own. So, yes. I do like that you have you own some things, and also you own some of the movies. Because as remember, listeners, uh, on the other show, we talked about Robert's rating system. And uh, I won't go through the whole thing again, but remember, Five Stars is a 4K. He owns it on 4K, which means he's probably purchased that movie like five times. <laughs> exactly. Since How VHS. many times do I need to purchase Halloween? <laughs> In two years, Robert will be purchasing Halloween for $70 on 8K. I know. Uh, and a perfect DVD coaster is zero stars. So let's kick off highest grossing films of 2003 with the set jetter himself. What do we have? Number one, Finding Nemo. So obviously we're in the era where, I guess most era, I mean, family films make the most money because uh, families co kids go back to them again and again. But uh, Finding Nemo still holds up for me. So it has a little bit of a sequelitis where the... I can't remember what the sequel is called. Finding Dory. Um, yeah, yeah, no, something with Dory. Good, but yeah, but yeah, um, it, it still worked for me. Animation's fun, uh, even though Ellen's in it, but still good. <laughs> I think Finding Dory should ha should have had a title like 
you know, saving Dory or trying to be something more like artistic, you know, relentlessly Dory or something like um, that. It does. Desperately like seeking right. Dory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Do you like Finding Nemo? I mean, I do. Yeah. It still holds up for me. Still yeah. a cute movie. Um, number two. Uh, oh, I see where you're talking about Johnny Depp. Pirates of Caribbean, the curse of the black pearl. Does that mean this is the first one? This is the first one. Okay. I need numbers with these. I can't. <laughs> I know. No, if whenever we talk about, they all run together. Pirates of the Caribbean, they all run together. Yeah. There's like, I think there's five of them now. Probably, and a yeah. reboot. Yeah. yeah. So I liked this one at the time. Um, I'll be honest, I've not revisited it uh, since. But um, at the time, I thought it was pretty good. Same Uh I actually watched this quite a bit. Um, this is, uh, I'm a fan of the films. But um, out of all the, I only really include the first three. Then they, then they kind of really went off track. But um, this is the this is the best one out of all of them. It's the most fresh. Um, it's not as bulky in terms of like effects all over the place and so many characters they're throwing in. Um, so yeah, still holds up. Still, uh, still recommend it. Yeah. So two out of two, we're doing good so far. We're doing okay. That'll all change when we get and then, to uh, later on. <laughs> and then, the Matrix Reloaded. Uh, um, which uh, this and the third one, I didn't even get like it. It, I'm saying no to this. It, it wasn't. It wasn't working for me at the time. Yeah, I'm I with you. I just rewatched the two recently, hoping something would change, uh, or it would. No, just doesn't do it. You just can't beat the original. No. Um, and then we got what's coming up? Matrix Revolutions. So, mm-hmm. uh, did you watch that? The trailer. I did. Uh, I feel like the trailer also had the whole movie. I'm like, all right. Well, I, <laughs> it did. <laughs> um, they do what they do with the trailer with a lot of big franchises. When they do, when they release movies later, they rely on like fandom to really carry it. So they, they put a lot of cues in the trailer that you're like, yeah. oh, I like that in the original. Like little yeah. things, I felt. I remember that. Um, right. Yeah. I'm going to give it at least kudos that it's called Matrix Revolutions rather than the matrix <laughs> i agree i thought for sure that would just be that or it'd just be matrix matrix yeah. right that would make sense but or m-a-t-r-x with a big like a big x or something <laughs> stupid like that what kind of confusion does that ever cause if there were still video stores open or there were on a big <laughs> scale yeah i like to do you guys have halloween in stock um What's it called? Halloween. Uh, well, they're, they're computers, uh, I, and they start like malfunctioning because they can't deal with it. <laughs> the zombie version. Which Blu-ray version do you want? Because <laughs> which which the zombie version? Uh, would create chaos. Yeah, but uh, so. Matrix Reloaded does not hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. I can't believe this kind of came out year after year. So Lord of the Rings Return. Excuse me, The Return of the King. So, with, Lord of the Rings and, 3. And you put in parentheses, with, a, with over an hour of just endings. I I, I'm laughing at what you put. I wouldn't know because I haven't seen it. I I think I... I don't, th- I don't think I, I... If I saw it in the theater, I can't remember it. But I remember... I don't think I did because I would have left. Um, but I just remember, I think I had it on the background. And, like, you know, the movie is... You know, the movie has that, you know, you have the climax, whatever, and then epilogue right. i swear to god this had like an hour of epilogue of people smiling at each other and stuff like that Ugh. at least star wars even the uh phantom menace had a, a good enough for like 30 seconds of celebration then whoosh go to the credits that, that's all we need <laughs> move on peter did they film did peter jackson film the lord of the rings like all at one time 
or something? I think consecutively, as far as I remember. I mean, obviously he had to because it yeah. came out. Yeah. <laughs> but they, were, they really bumped them, them, these epics out for like three years. Well, it's kind of like all you need is a big green screen and yeah, you can <laughs> That's true. do whatever you want. make it sound like, how did they get all those hobbits in one place, <laughs> thousands of extras? It's like, nah, they needed 30 editors and computers working, yeah. you know, 18-hour like days. Hundreds of people in China probably working on this, or thousands, but yeah. Right. But <laughs> So, no, no to the Lord of the Rings. And I know there's even longer versions of it, so. Oh, gosh. Good, good for right. I'll probably never watch it. I'm going to yield to you. Number five is Bruce Almighty. Uh, is this like Jim Carrey's last wacky kind of movie before he started doing like other things? I can't remember. I mean, I I remember seeing it, and it was, this movie is not made for me, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, and then, but no, obviously I don't own it. I will will not watch this in a hotel room. No. no. Um, it's it's still kind of funny. I I've, I watched it recently. Um, it was people were split on this, and I think the timing was a little weird when this came out. Um, it wasn't the height of Bruce, of Bruce of Jim Carrey's like liar liar dumb and dumber kind of thing, and this was kind of one of those movies because it was Tom Shadyac, the same guy that did um, Ace Ventura. Uh, so I felt like it, it doesn't age as well, but there are st- still some some scenes in there that are that are pretty funny. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good YouTube watching. Yeah, <laughs> three minute clip. That's all you need. That really truly. Yeah. You can boil it down. Um, what do we have for number six? Uh, X2, X-Men United. So half a star for using at least two in it, so I know which one it is. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> And you know what? I'm, I was never an X-Men person in comic book or movie or otherwise, so I always write, like, I had no idea what was going on. Uh, Gene always had a headache, and things exploded, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, that's fine. So no, I did see this in the theater because I had friends really into it, and I just kind of played along, and eh, it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. It's not that good. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't age very well um, at all. And But I do agree with the X, too. Thanks for giving us a, uh, a clue what it is, because there's so many of them. I yeah. Mean, unless you're really a fan, you don't know what you're watching. No, no. All right, number seven. Uh, this is a treat, I think. I think this is number seven is Elf. Elf. This is a, I think it's an underrated movie, and Robert has something very special yeah. here. Actually, uh, this is my sister's, but this is an actual Buddy the Elf used oh. in the film. At the end, remember, they, they're, they're reading. Um, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, and this, these are kind of the, the Buddy the Elf, so it's like really fragile. Obviously, it's not, it's not made to be a permanent doll and stuff like that, but, um, but yeah, it even has a fake tag and stuff like that on it. That is so cool. That's official. Yeah. Um, from where it was sitting behind you, um, it, it didn't look, look like Buddy the Elf. I, I just saw um, it looked like an Annabelle thing going on. You know, so he kind of looks like Gene deal. Wilder to me. He does. He does. <laughs> Gene, Wilder Gene Wilder the Elf, yeah. So, so this is... Your imagination. It, it is usually Buddy stored away. On the Actually, show. I'm going to put him over here because... He's, He's Robert's wee creation. <laughs> so that's my I sister. Like it's one of her favorite movies. So, oh, it is a great movie. Yeah, and it's 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 classic actually. Maybe it's, Will Ferrell's best. It's a little sappy for me, but it's yeah, it's it's watchable at least at Christmas time. Agreed. Yeah, it is certainly you gotta respect it during the holidays. 
like Planes, Trains, Automobiles, which is my favorite movie. I've seen it streaming in like five places recently. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you just can't do it, people. You got to respect it. It's Thanksgiving Eve only. You can't just be watching it for Labor Day. Come on. No, you can't do that. Um, so does that still hold up for you, uh, Elf? It does. Okay. Uh, what do we have for number eight? Uh, number eight, I just watched this week. And Ooh. We are talking about Chicago, the musical, the movie. Catherine Zeta Jones' sauciest role. <laughs> Uh, and you know, and like, I'm not a Renee, Renee Zellweger fan. I'm not even really a Catherine Zeta-Jones fan or Richard Gere, but they mm-hmm. all bring it in this movie, and I do. still love it. I do too. Not a fan of either any of those actors you just said. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't hate them, but I'm just not like they don't do it for me. But they are great in this movie. Yeah, and I would not have cast any of them. You know, like if I was like, oh, what's my dream cat? I'm like, they, none of their names would have came up. No. Um, but and I do know. Um, I think Charlize Theron was really pushing for it. I think she or she was cast at one point in the Renee Zellweger hmm. role, which now I think that would have been a big mistake. I think so. You know, but but yeah. So still snappy, and it's, it's one of those movies like uh, you'll watch, and for like two days you're like singing the song still. Yeah, you're playing them in the car. Yeah. I mean, it's no burlesque, but it's a good film. <laughs> There's. No, no comment on that. There's no. Um, Chicago was huge when it came out too. You know, yeah. I feel like it got the props it deserved. Here's the thing: I like that it 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 did a musical right because uh, obviously it had kind of real world filming. You know, they have scenes and most of the uh, singing scenes, which in Greece, you know, they're just they keep going. And it's kind of, you know, in real, that's kind of weird in real world if people are kind of singing in their high school cafeteria. Um, I like that they switched to. A stage with proscenium and stuff like that for all the musical numbers saying this is what it looked like on broadway um and i kind of like that back and forth um so i thought that worked for the movie i agree with you yeah it does and they did a good job with it definitely holds up yeah. um number nine is terminator 3 rise of the machines <laughs> uh which has the, one of the coolest endings by the way we're going to bring up um for the viewers, we're going to bring up uh, a cool set list uh, that Robert has covered on his website, set-jetter.com. But Terminator Rise of 3, the nuclear ending, spoiler, where the nukes are going off, <laughs> that's like Nebraska, right? You give the you give the ending and you say, and spoilers for what you just heard. <laughs> right. By the way, uh, he dies and the machines take over and nuclear winter happens. Spoiler alert. So that's one of those endings where I think it made the movie or it would beautiful. have given, it gave it an extra star. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, it's uh, haunting. I should say. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, this this makes sense to me, and because uh, one, I uh, uh, Eddie Furlong not coming back was probably a good thing. Um, oh yeah, I'm not in, sure that, if, in 2003. Yeah, yeah. No, unless you want a sleepy guy beating Monica Kina in the face after snorting. He was, I don't think so. Looked like he was already living off the grid, uh, but Nick Stahl tired. made it better. So, yeah. So, that background that you see that he's wearing, right? Uh, I I have all that wardrobe. Ooh, right we got here. a treat. Yeah. yeah. Robert, share with What is that? You got to take it out. This is, let me see. This is Nick Stahl's wardrobe from that scene. This is Nick Stahl's wardrobe in Terminator 3. So, here's, we, we got his. We got to get a shot of this. Well, let me see. We got his dirty work shirt. Oh, can you put that back out one more time? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. And his dirty undershirt. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get a shot of that. That is that is really a dirty undershirt. Yeah. 
let's By see. the way, what is your what is on your shirt right now that you're wearing? Can it gets uh, cut off. We can look at that later. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, his jeans, his belt, his gloves. Oh my gosh, you really went yeah. to town in that so trailer. You can see, this is the wardrobe tag, so it kind John of lists Connor. everything that in the movie. This is what he's supposed to be wearing in this scene. So that's so cool. Yeah, so that is really cool. Some actually, John Connor stuff we got here. I close my eyes and pretend that he's so if John there's a, Connor. A Terminator 3 screening, that's what I will be wearing. Well, that, I, I have a feeling I won't be able to fit in Nick Stahl's jeans, but we'll see. Because they're too large. Robert isn't... That's exactly right. <laughs> We're going to take... But those are really cool that you have those. Yeah. Let's look at some of the shots. This is at set com. If you've been living on a desolate island somewhere um, and you're not familiar, Robert is the lead set jetter in the world. There's There are no sites better than his in terms of quality and reach that's the truth haven't seen one yet uh tell us about this uh uh so downtown and he's actually working on an actual site at the time so uh obviously there's a building where he is standing right now but you can kind of get the gist of uh what was there and of course the building across the street has already been replaced in true la form but of course it's a sense of geography and there's the outfit as it shows in the movie so cool you have these all the fun oh his socks (laughs) 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 have you ever worn any of these clothes for practical use just to say like this is for from this movie she was gonna wear a piece of wardrobe uh we'll 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 come to it later that for this podcast say not to okay um but yeah, so um, through the years, kind of did different locations. Uh, obviously, uh, Terminators love Los Angeles, and so <laughs> sure do <laughs> show up. So, uh, so just random kind of lo- locations. Uh, was uh, Spring Street Bridge the one uh, in the one episode? I know it's in like a lot of things, but was it the one in episode of Southland where they're trying to stop the jumper? I don't remember. I remember I, Southland was one of my favorite series, but I don't remember that particular episode. But okay. it's possible. Um, oh yeah, the strip club, Santa yeah. Clarita. Way up there. I looked at this page not too long ago. Um, you got some great shots in this one. Thank you. I think that's still there. I know a couple things were destroyed in fires a couple years ago, but mm. I think this did survive. I'm not sure. We are the fire state. It, you are there. Come have a Quaker. <laughs> choke on some smoke. It's here. Yeah, you guys just had a quake too. Mm-hmm. Down in was it Torrance, I think, or somewhere. Yeah, around Carson area. There was two this week. Fortunately, not that crazy, but yeah. Uh, still, this is at East First Street in L.A. Yeah. Terminators do love shitty places in L.A. They really do. Where should we go? Downtown L.A. is the place for us. Right? Yeah. No, not feeling it. A Santa Clarita strip bar on its way, forty uh, miles east. So uh, the uh, the veterinarian clinic was a facade that they built uh, on the kind of corner. Uh, not too far from the ET house, from what I rem- remember in that area. Oh, so cool. there's a couple spaces, you know, uh, buildings behind where you can still recognize. You get the uh, you get the landscape right. You know yep. where you are. Yep. Broadieth, uh, Broadway and Thirtieth in Los Agnelis. Oh, uh, thank you. See, I know you some, you'd call me out on my. No, no, I like it. I like because it shows that you're like rushing. You're like you're trying to yeah, get up for a deadline. Seriously. 11:59. Like I gotta get this done. Which I like that you're <laughs> you're committed. 
But these are great shots. This uh, this Sixth Street Bridge is no longer here. It is no longer. So it was last time I was in LA. I was driving by. I, I saw they're finally getting a little bit more progress done. Um, so I'll be well, I'll miss it, of course, because the Sixth Street mm-hmm. Bridge shows up in everything. It'll the, it'll. I'm sorry. And the new bridge it, just won't be the same. Yeah, they, you said progress is getting done. That'll change though. Just wait. Just wait. Progress in LA. Something will hold that up. Some group or <laughs> study or something. Some recall. It'll be ten years before know. you're driving on yeah. that. Right. <laughs> uh, Taylor Street in South Santa Fe Ave. What scene is this in the movie? Oh, this is the um. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of right by the Madonna borderline scenes where she's playing with dancing with kids. For Madonna fans, we remember that area. Oh yeah. Speaking of Madonna, not to derail, um, but we mentioned her performance. Her. Uh, uh, entrance at the MTV VMA last week. Yeah, I, did we talk about it? I don't know. Not on the show. No, it was, show. it was very interesting. It's <laughs> motherfuckers. They said I wasn't going to be around. <laughs> she, she was doing her best. Uh, she usually wears all of her. I always I do accuse her because I'm like, oh, she's wearing all of her favorite things at once again. <laughs> she she wasn't leaving a lot to the imagination on the Instagram photos that she posted. There was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of cheeks hanging out and stuff and and, and breastfeeds. She, she never does, yeah. So just like and all how old is she? Uh, sixty-one, I think. I can't remember. You show me another sixty-one-year-old that can do that. I I will show you a liar, sir. She has the confidence and the best plastic if, surgery in Beverly Hills. If you, I want to. No, no, I say best, but all right. Uh, so. <laughs> Obviously, Doesn't her face look, look look great though. Uh, well, it's all it's puff. Yeah, it's filled up. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a filter. Yeah, like a like a Snapchat filter. Like they make you look like living Instagram filter. So. Right, she's a natural Instagram filter. <laughs> she she's found amazing. a way. Uh, but a lot of these things. Yeah, I drove. I, drove, I even drove to Acton, California, for this. Oh my gosh, what yeah. a com- completist! Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was a complete completist, but uh, I tried to sneak some indoor shots, obviously here, hence the blurriness. But this is was this uh, Schwarzenegger's last film before he became governor? Because he was governor in two thousand three, I th- thought. It must have been. I can't remember the dates of uh, when he was governing. Do you remember when he was in he, he was in in office as governor and he made that cameo in The Expendables? No. Well, he did, and good for you for not seeing it. Um, <laughs> you weren't missing anything. But I remember in the theater, you heard this like whispered eruption of who, "Who's running the state?" If he's like doing <laughs> movies, because this like the state was at the height of like the crash, were, and it was just oh yeah, and like, people are like, "What the what the fuck is he doing on screen?" And I'm like, "Hey, hey, hey!" It's to my to my wife. Give him a break. Give him a break. Half a day. That's like, all. What did you do? It. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Well, yeah. Anyway, these are great shots, though. Um, I know where this is. Uh, this was in something else too um yeah it has been a a lot of things i think it's because a nice big open uh cemetery and it's kind of nice kind of mausoleum of course the inside of the mausoleum was fake but uh but yeah yeah but great shots um we got some good ones in here um what do we got next sir for number (laughs) 10 10 is bad boys 2 Hmm. oh Mm. i felt like we just did this last episode we did, did we? Maybe. No, we did Rush Hour too. Okay, that's right. So it's all. I don't think I even saw this. So. No. That, Nor that, I. Yeah. All these run. All those like late '90s buddy cop things, like Rush Hour and Dad, they all run together for me. 
And I didn't see the newest one either. Was that just called Bad Boys or I don't know? It was called Paycheck 3. We need Wait, okay. house money. <laughs> it somebody was, needed some money. Somebody needs some money. Yeah. But that was the top 10 of Do They Still Hold Up? Uh, I agree it was a better list. There's still some weak spots. But out of all these 10, Robert, what would your number one go-to be? Probably Chicago. Chicago. Yep. Yeah. It's it a good one. Not. What about you? Uh, uh, I would go to Chicago or Curse of the Black Pearl. Gotcha. Musicals for me, I have to really be in the mood for a musical. And I usually am in the mood for a musical. I love love musicals. But uh, if it's just a straight flick, I'd probably go for Black Black Pearl. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but that was top ten. Um, honorable mentions. These are films that we feel deserve a mention that is honorable, listeners and viewers. <laughs> Robert doesn't watch himself on video, so we could really edit Robert any way we want, oh, and true. Robert would never know. We would never I do that. But yeah, who knows what you're gonna? Every once in a while, I've seen a picture that you uh, when you take a snapshot. I'm like, that's the one you chose. But yeah, you did have said that. If that's the one like, you chose. Not not my show. <laughs> that's it. Not my show. But uh, there's no one better than Robert at film, and uh, I'm glad that we get to do a show together, sir. I just want to say that publicly. Um, it, it, it helps our listenership too. <laughs> we have a lot of new listeners and new countries. Um, Jamaica, South Africa, and um, Norway are on the map. So Ooh. thanks, guys, for listening. Well, I need to work on my Norway locations. I have not been, but uh, my family did. So I think I think I was trying to get them to do some um, downsizing locations. Really? Since it was Norway, Toronto, and Omaha. <laughs> Ooh, was the locations, but. Well, I'm going to be in New York and Long Island in two weeks. So if you have any bucket list you need me to cover, let me know. There's always something. There's always something. That would be funny, though, if I'm like, hey, New York City, anything? You're like, no, there's really not much that happened there. Um, Maybe Tootsie, if you can get one of those shots. You know, I I did try to do Tootsie locations, and I walked. It was like a long walk to where the TV studio was. And I get there, and I'm like, nothing matches up. And I'm like... They tore down that building. I'm like, ugh. Why that bother? is disappointing. Yeah, so. Great like, There's not too too much uh, yeah. to find in that film, but anyway. Scrooged it is. <sighs> again. Is Scrooged the, New York or Chicago? Ghostbusters Library again. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters Library. Uh, um, Sex in the City porch. <laughs> have you, did you watch Sex in the City, the, the films? Uh, I... I, I think I have, and I remember the second one. Just <laughs> the desert? Like, what is the... It felt like abfab, yeah. ludicrousness, you know, like, like this isn't real anymore. But They're on the camels and stuff, yeah. and you're like, what do you... Somebody just wanted to go to Morocco. Well, yeah, that's the Adam Sandler way of making movies. <laughs> that was it. Now the girls have to go here. <laughs> Next, Sex and Sydney, yeah. Australia. All right, so honorable mentions. Uh, number one, uh, Mystic River. This cleaned up in the at the Oscars, or at least got a lot of nods that year. This is uh, Clint Eastwood. Um, this is what I consider. This is a great film. It still holds up, but um, this is one of my like great Boston films. You know, there's like this. There's like the, those three Boston films: Departed. Um, and there's a few others that line up there, but um, the town, the the town too. Yeah, the town. Black Mass is up there. Um, it's a great place for a, a film location, in my opinion. But Mystic River, I think, is the best out of all those. And, um, yeah, it still holds up. 
for the yeah, most part. I think it holds up. Obviously, this is not one you're like, oh, hey, everybody, let's <laughs> feeling good. Let's put on Mystic River. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's Jan's birthday. I brought over two copies of Mystic River. Let's fire it up with the kids. So, but it, it is definitely, uh, we'd be watching the hotel just like, oh, yeah. You're, you're watching this for performances. Is that my daughter in there? That's what I was about to do. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah, but I'm like, oh, is that appropriate? I don't know. Don't do it. <laughs> this is people at their worst, but. I wish you did. I, I say that, but then I'm also I I've I rewatched um, Mommy Dearest this morning. <laughs> today's the 40th anniversary, oh. and I'm like, how ludicrous is that? You know, we are cackling at child abuse. You know, like <laughs> I know it really is though. I yeah, mean, but you're laughing at it. Yeah, because we're like, oh, it's, that's hilarious. She slaps her daughter. You know, like you know. that is still coat hangers. That is so funny. <laughs> you know, I saw that kid. That as as a kid, by mistake, it was on. It yeah. still scars me to this day. Really, seeing the, the yeah, like, as a kid, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, so yeah, apparently the the parental skills in my house were not good. <laughs> like with with accidental things being left on. So I have all kinds of issues today. Gotcha. But anyway, like um, parents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No responsibility for my own. But Mystic River is good. Did you see? Um, will you watch uh, Cry Macho, the new one that's on HBO Max now? I don't know. I have a I have some issues for Clint Eastwood, so mm-hmm. well, uh, I don't like the title. No. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Um, but and it seems I, I feel like I you, you it's one of those that uh, not like other films where we, you see the trailer, you see the movie, but I'm like, oh, I think we know how this this whole thing is going to play out just right. by thirty seconds in. But yeah, I don't think I'll watch it. I like his movies. Uh, I like him as a director a lot. Yeah. And I like The Mule and a lot of his recent work, but watch the trailer for it, and you know what? I'm not... I don't think I'm putting down those cards. If you watched it, I probably would, but... Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how desperate we can We'll see. <laughs> Mystic River holds up for us. Um, next next one was on my Can't Look Away, but I swapped it out. Okay. So, Hulk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, is there Eric... Uh, Banya version for the yeah, keeping track because I know because there was him and then it was Ed Norton mm-hmm. and then who plays him now Mark Ruffalo yep so yeah between this and Spider Man they just keep having they all run together switching it out so our, our, no, nobody's itching for like a Hulk multiverse I guess but no <laughs> this this was the first Hulk though that truly used CGI and it wasn't just a big guy. You know, yeah. like um, from the 70s, dressed up in green. So I yeah. always thought that was cool, and I felt like it was needed and refreshing at the time. But it just—it's—it's it's pretty bad with effects have aged bad, and even yeah. at the time, it was very all Pla- over the place. Pla- very look plasticky looking, and uh, like it yeah, kind of looked like I, a video game from from 2002. Yeah. So probably no, I, I won't watch. Actually, I do have to rewatch it at some point because I think I went to a couple locations. So. Oh, I'll really? have to. Yeah. I'll so you have that card. Through it. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, why are you watching um, Corky Romano for the eighth time? Well, you have locations. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's okay. I'm working if on I it. Do that, I'm a loser. And I have another friend that requested to also go to lo- Corky Romano locations. So. Did you really? Might, yeah, we might have a, a, a full van of people that want to go to the Corky Romano tour. Wait, somebody outside of this show brought yeah. up Corky Romano? Yeah, because I think they heard me talking about it. See, uh, that's a movement. Yeah. Three so, is yeah. an army, my friend. <laughs> so, so welcome, Chris Catan. Be be looking on the website. He actually he could probably join us. <laughs> for an when extra, are you coming to LA? It's an extra two bucks. 
Um, I'm coming in a couple weeks because I scored a ticket to the U.S. premiere of Halloween Kills. I'm not going to be around. I'm going to be in New York that right. week. Oh, that sucks. So, but I'll be back at the end of it as well. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Ooh, a Halloween treat. Uh, I, I, I would. I missed last year, so I'll be back. We'll go to Dark Delicacies and eat <laughs> ripe hot. <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights, I need to, of course, go. I think uh, I have a friend or two that might be joining that's never been to Halloween Horror Nights, so that usually kind of makes it fun. For and you need a cemetery screening if if you're if you're up for the challenge. A cemetery screen, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what coincides with my. I'm going to just book your itinerary tonight. Uh, <laughs> we'll start off at Denny's at 6 a.m. for breakfast. A hearty. Okay. Oof. No. Um, when's the 40th anniversary of Halloween? Or when was it? 2018. So, so this will be the 20... 40th anniversary of Halloween 2. Yes, that's what it is. Important okay. anniversary. So maybe I should revisit some of those locations too. But. I think so. Um, okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, so uh, the Hulk does not hold up for the both of us, I would no, assume? No. Okay. Nobody's looking at that one. All right. And what do we have for number three? American Pie 3. Thank you again. The wedding. <laughs> She's a maniac, a maniac. <laughs> remember the dance scene with Maniac? No. <laughs> Come on. I barely. I I remember a couple scenes uh, from this film. Uh, okay. But that's about it. Obviously, I covered the film with some locations, but obviously, I've not. I don't have a good memory of this. <laughs> well, we're going to look at the locations because they're excellent. But there is a scene where Stifler is in a bar and he has a dance-off probably oh, from Zoolander. Okay. And they're Man, dancing off to Maniac. That, so. Good for Sean William Scott. I think the actor was, uh, don't quote me on this, but was um, the comedian. The, the guy that got canceled for playing with himself in front of girls. Um, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. That could He's be like, anybody. It, it could be anybody. Um, we'll have to think about anyway, that. Anyway, we'll, we'll think about that. Okay. But, um, who do we got? Uh, so this is American Pie three. Yeah, yep. you, you've only seen this a few times. Um, once or twice, probably. So probably once, just because, and then um, uh, again to to do this uh, for the uh, the locations. So we're down in Orange, California. So this square has been used a couple times. American Horror Story. I see Stepford Children, Big Mama's House. <laughs> That's what classics. rings the bell. Big Mama's. <laughs> All the classics. Nice. Uh, and back they, of course, go back to the Long Beach houses. So at least they're they're consistent, you know? Unlike, let's say, the Friday the 13th and Halloween's, where <laughs> Jim's house is not now a four-story monstrosity. Right. I, I won't name names, Halloween <laughs> 5, but, you know. <laughs> or um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't they do that in a few of them, where they completely changed the house? They did, or they... Yeah, after three, they started using a facade, and those they just built in front of a hat. And I was like, "Oh!" And I was like, "That's not the same." And I swear to God, there's a couple scenes where you can see light coming through <laughs> the windows from the other side. Can you? Yeah, I swear to God. Uh, oh I man! Like, like, oh, this isn't right. I just I knew it wasn't right. I was still a teenager, I think. Yeah, and you see a stagehand walking by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. People in spacesuits. Yeah. People in space. <laughs> 
you know, whenever they show us a back lot of a studio, it's always a Las Vegas showgirl, somebody in spacesuit, <laughs> an Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Right, and maybe like an Egyptian monument, yeah. like piece, like they did in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when they're fighting the Bruce Lee. There's like a pharaoh thing, and you're yeah. like, yeah, they do that they exactly. They weren't filming Ten Commandments that year. What are they doing? Every time, every movie, and and I've yet on any of my time on a studio to see that. So, oh, uh, Louis C.K. was the actor I was oh, thinking okay. of. Gotcha. Wasn't he? He was in American he Pie. Might have been. It sounded kind of familiar. Okay. So, but yeah, so here's some random LA locations. Back in Orange. Back in Orange. You got some good shots here. What year did you uh, take these photos? Um, probably 2016, 2017, I think. Okay. As I was down there for, I think I was on my way to San Diego, and so I thought, oh, I'm going to stop and do this, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space and some other spots, or maybe not that. I can't remember. Killer Clowns. That was in. Yeah, um, that would be up by Santa Cruz. Something I remember. I was when I was going south to San Diego. I was like, because uh, going down to Orange, it's quite a, uh, quite a bit to uh, get down there. So, if you ever go down to San Diego, are you going to do Top Gun locations? <laughs> I did. I have been to the house. The, the did you take the a small shot? blue house? Yeah, yeah. I don't think hmm. I have a page for it, but. Because there hasn't been any good Top Gun locations ever on anybody's site. They're all like grainy. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have to look. So they're probably not really there. There's probably like the bar that looks different, and the rest was all. Yeah, I see a lot of locations at the the bar. Is that in Kansas City or somewhere? I can't remember. Yeah, something uh, like that. Or it's called Kansas Cities or something. Maybe. So I see a lot of pictures from that, but uh, yeah, I won't be making that pilgrimage. <laughs> um, check out Robert's page set-jitter.com for these uh, on the set American Pie 3 great job uh, what do we have for number 4 28 days later not to be confused with 28 days yes the, the sequel to uh, was it Sandra Bullock's alcoholic movie I can't remember is that was 28 yeah days? she goes to rehab yeah and Viggo Mortensen there is yeah. in too and he's like yeah, I have sex a lot. And you're like, oh, well, I guess sex sex addicts and, you know, cocaine addicts and alcoholics, oh, they all go to the same wreck thing. Oh, yes. man. Oh, man. 28, uh, 28 Days Later is um, Danny Boyle. This was praised at the time for um, not so much. They're not zombies. It's Greenpeace came in or whatever, and it's a rage virus. And they showed them different more different than they did in other films in the sense that yeah. it's a virus. Um, it's rage. Uh, anger. Yeah. So I don't own it, but I, I'd probably give it a watch if I'm in a hotel room. Um, I kind of like I think it's good. better. Yeah. Yeah. 28 weeks later. Yeah. With, uh, in Paris. I, I do. I, yeah, that's, that had more money, more of a budget. Um, this was good though. Um, it gets a little weird towards the end. They try to get a little artsy with, um, the military becoming kind of like a yeah. cult. But um, overall, it's pretty good. Uh, the first time I, I watched this, I, I I bought it on DVD, and I was in college, and we had plans with some people in like this film class to watch it. And I was all excited, and we go over there, and somebody's like, "Oh, I got Kill Bill," and they're like, "Oh, let's all watch that." And I was like, "Oh, we kind of agreed on this. Let's watch <laughs> like, both." And they like, put man. it to a vote. <laughs> yeah, and I got voted out, and I just sat there like this the whole time. I'm like, "Yeah, it's good. I like it." We were supposed to watch this. We were supposed to watch Twenty Eight Days Later. Mother. Why? This is the worst thing that could ever happen. You would agree with me, though, right? You you pick a yeah. movie, you stick to it. Yeah, 
I get my heart set. Unless, unless you start watching, I'm like, you know what? This is this right. is bad. You know. Yeah. This is. <laughs> everybody thought we'd like X2, and it's. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling it X2. <sighs> All right. What do we have a number five for honorable mention? Uh, Freaky Friday. So this is the remake of the 70s version uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan when she, Lindsay was still acting. Um, Annette Bening <laughs> was actually originally supposed to be in the Jamie Lee Curtis role. So, But I think she, I can't remember if she got, she became pregnant or for some, some I can't remember if she somehow couldn't do the movie. So I think Jamie Lee Curtis came in kind of really? last minute. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I couldn't see this movie without Jamie Lee Curtis. No, she yeah she made it, um, and she mm-hmm. when we talked about her before, it's really this she her comedy skills and timing are she should be known for that more than her horror movies. I agree, she's great, super underrated with her comedy chops. So this house is up in the Palisades, and it's interesting that this house was also her house and another movie, uh, You Again. Oh, maybe she owns it. Yeah, I got lucky. The garage was open one day. So yeah. <laughs> now I just gonna go plowing to people's houses and say. <laughs> did Did you right? Can you open up the door? My brother got caught in there. <laughs> just saying. Hey, hey. I'm trying did to you, be. Did you walk up? Uh, I, obviously it looks like I did. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> you really got in. I'm trying to be a completist. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I have to do this for fans. So. Yeah, and uh, they go, oh, like oh, please in. do. Yeah, so. <laughs> Please do. Uh, so this area is completely gone, where she goes against the wrong. Oh yeah! Wrong oh player. yeah! The spikes. Yeah, because yeah, I think I tried to go back and get a better shot of it, and it was like completely gone. There's a building there. So. Oh. Did you find this because of the building in the foreground? I don't. Background? This is years and years ago, so I have. I don't even remember. <laughs> I wonder how you find a lot of these shots. Yeah, like I was looking so. at your site the other day. And there are some locations that are like indoors, mm. and it's like how did how did they, like your sleuthing skills are yeah. very good. <laughs> well, this is obvious. I found this in Chinatown. <laughs> I don't understand how you would find this, Robert. It looks like everything else in LA. Uh, have you ever been? Have you been to Chinatown lately? Mm-hmm. Or it's, uh, lately, if, no. If signs all over the place saying no photographs, even if it's for social media, I'm like, all right. So <laughs> really, yeah. And I remember I went super early one morning because I didn't want people in my photographs you know and then there's these signs all over the place and i'm like and i felt like there was a security guard around so i just kept you know going in a circle around you know and stuff like that i'm like well, i'm getting my shots no matter what but yeah there's signs everywhere so i'm like I'm not wait sure. for this place or in general the, the, the entire chinatown like why chinatown. i don't know isn't that your right as an american to take pictures you would think but yeah so it, it's weird i don't know what's going that on. is weird i haven't been there since before the pandemic maybe like right before it i think that december i went but um i'll never understand that in los angeles no photographs unless it's like kids or something i mean yeah well and this is yeah that's why i you can we probably can't tell it's like uber early morning you know trying to get clean shots great shot so what else we got um doris middle school or elementary i can't remember which one Doris. Doris Place Elementary. Yeah. Oh. So this has been used in many films. A lot of commercials. You'll see this. The back of the school was used in RoboCop and Cooties and. Do you remember what part of RoboCop it was in? Yeah. So when they're on the TV, um, uh, there's a TV thing. It says RoboCop visited a school, and he's like, "Don't do drugs." And oh, yeah, that's here. It's the back of the school. Yeah. Oh, the, cool. Yeah, so 
Oh, yes. Palisades High School. Palisades High School. Part of this was using Carrie and many other films. The original Carrie. By the way, I, I rewatched the um, parts of the, the Carrie TV series because we spoke about yep, it last yep. show. And I see um, what you mean about the effects and things like that not holding up. But it is cool that she did like take out parts of the town with the gas station. Yeah. With the book, which I always thought like, you know, it's it's a it's part of the book. It's a cool. She's still pissed yeah. kind of thing. She's but, wrecking havoc the whole way home. And she was a great carry too, that actress, not to derail us. But yeah, um, no, the other supporting I, actresses in there, that not they they could have been better. They might have been too real. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like oh my god, these are annoying teen girls for Yeah, they, yeah right. Real. Yeah. <laughs> and this bar is uh uh, this is a coffee shop. shop, yeah. So this is a non every you can't have it's supposed to be like a non Wi Fi, whatever, everybody talk to each other, so no phones. So of course I'm running around taking pictures. Of course. So, and this was place was packed and so I was just taking all the pictures I could, uh, without being too weird oh, about Oh nice. Good but, yeah. Good yeah, job. you can see like right now I'm like, I don't care, I need these shots. <laughs> yeah. It's Sorry. still America. Yeah. Um, Pacific Palisades, Temescal yeah. Canyon Road. Yeah. Now this is you can tell I'm committed. Yeah, you know, if I go to like random driving shots uh, <laughs> that no actors were involved in, then then you know I, I'm I'm committed to this movie. You're committed to it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do yeah. like this. I'm trying to figure out where this is. I know um, it's Palisades. kind of like ocean, yeah. So oh, there's um, the ocean. So that's probably the. Um, yeah, I think it has the street above it, but um, PCH. Yep. Uh, street yeah. Promenade. Yep, there we are. Me recreating all, all the, <laughs> finding all the shots the best I could. Great job. The trees the same. Triceratops, yeah. You know, I love it if I show up in the move in the <laughs> in the shots. I do like when you show up in the yeah. shots wearing a Halloween or a Madonna shirt. And I think the next one will be my ultimate reenactment. Yes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, I've I've uh. I used this picture on one of our oh, did Instagrams <laughs> like early on. I, I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. So obviously, yeah, I walked in the store and came out with with that. What did you buy in the store? Uh, I don't think I... No, I was holding my hat as a pretend... Uh, Robert, there was a 50% off sale on Clark shoes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there I was. Oh, you actually own Jamie Lee Curtis's sunglasses? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. These are the sunglasses. How did you get these guys? These were um, in the film. I mean, when they, at the end of the film, they would uh, sell the props. So I have her sunglasses. I have her her glasses glasses. Oh, cool. And then, uh, if you go down a little bit, I have uh, some wardrobe. So this is... I won't. I won't wear that for you, but you can kind of see. We were hoping you would. It's the you top her G, you and, her G and the cutoff jeans that because she cut off the top of the jeans and stuff like that. So, so yeah. So um, no way. Yeah. These are cool. Um, the glasses are not prescription. They're regular. Uh, they uh, they are prescription. So they are. Okay. I, I I can probably. She's she's pretty blind. I'll say that. <laughs> really? Well, I remember at the time I didn't wear glasses, and I'm like, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know. Now they probably, they might work for me. I don't know. I have to try them out. But at the time, it was like, whoa, whoa, boy. <laughs> like, can people not see what? Yeah. Wow. So that's this, cool. You this, have those though. This shot is from her own. She said the only line that she ever ad libbed. 
and I was like, make good choices. Make, and make I guess, good choices. Yeah, which is a great line uh, in the movie. It is. Yeah. And it's a great mom thing to say, too. Yeah. So, five stars. Five stars. Oh, you heard it right there, folks. Freaky <laughs> Friday holds up holds up for me, too. Probably haven't seen it as much as you have, but it is it is good. It's a rewatcher, for sure. It certainly is. Um, and number six is Dreamcatcher. Have you seen this one? It's a Stephen King one. Or yes. Uh, they, I did see it once. <laughs> there there you yeah. go. <laughs> You're not missing much. I think I've seen it twice. Um, it was okay. It has the... Uh, the guy from Band and Brothers in it, um, Damian Lewis, um, who's in Homeland too. Uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it's 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 a good movie. Um, very interesting. It gives you one of those kind of um, what if scenarios, uh, yeah. but then it gets very extraterrestrial. Um, but it's cool. It's a, one of those simple one location in the snow, not unlike The Shining kind of thing. Yeah, blurring the lines of reality. That guy creeps me out, and maybe maybe that's why I don't. Damien Lewis? This movie, yeah. Because his eyes look right through you? Maybe, yeah. I just remember... I mean, it's great if he's for that role. Uh, yeah. in, you know, but other times, it's like... Like, if he's trying to be a romantic leader, I'm like, I'm not buying it. Stay away from him. No. He's a ginger. You can't trust them. <laughs> just, just get away. Now, you get just away. lost the entire ginger audience. There. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we love gingers. Uh, um, so, yeah, it still holds up for me for the most part, though. Gotcha. Next up, uh, Final Destination up? 2. Ooh! Not, not, e- not even a subtitle. It's just <laughs> 2. Just 2. I, I, I kind of yearn for the, just the 2 in sequels. Yeah, that's you know? all you need. Yeah. Jaws so, 2. This one is kind of the franchise setter. You know, the, uh, the, the, the sequel. The first one is, like, if you go back now, it kind of feels like, oh, this is a slower burn than we're used to. Um, but Final Edition 2, I think, really kind of set the bar and the formula for everything kind of moving ahead. So uh, so I liked it quite a bit. The The opening, uh, I didn't have not, I did not drive up to uh, where they kind of shot the, uh, whatchamacallit, the big traffic scene, but I stole some Google Maps so people can kind of see where it's at and what it looks like now. Oh, good. Yeah. This was for, in uh, for those that Canada. are completest. Yep. So up, that's up in Victoria. The rest is shot mostly in Vancouver. So I did go and visit uh, many of the locations used for that. So this is the apartment building where the guy has pretty bad luck <laughs> using the fire escape. What happened here? Uh, he his apartment kind of set on fire, and then he escaped, and then he slipped Ooh. right under the fire escape, and something Impaled. bad happened. Yeah, to his yeah. eye. Yeah, there we go. Oh, you know what's coming. <laughs> uh, what else? There's yeah, those there's, steps. There it is again. <laughs> in our favorite Halloween film, uh, <laughs> of course. These steps were also in Halloween Resurrection. And um, what's the Adam Sandler one? Um, the golfing. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Yep. So yeah, this is where his know. mother is put. <laughs> Uh, here's the dentist office and so this was a super rainy my lens is all fuzzy because uh, oh. it was so humid but yeah this is where the dentist office was and the poor actually kill a kind of kid which is that was kind of a still a tabooish you know kill a kind of a adolescent yeah. kid 2003 tabooish uh, and I think these were all super brutal you know like they're like ooh you know like this smashing of him just yeah that is brutal. Yikes. <laughs> I love that face. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, what happened? Oh. 
I like when they show reaction shots of people in movies of what people in real life are doing. Like, oh, what is that? The apartment is next. So, yeah, so kind of, this is kind of like, I say B roll, but. um, Complete establishing shots from if I was was able to visit it. So, there's a few establishing shots. Yep. You did a good job on this one. Oh, it went into the gas station. (laughs) Oh, wow. Completest. I try to be completest. I did not get cast there. I probably should have. But... You were in the zone. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I, I still like this movie. Um, Got to meet a couple of the, the actors along the way. Tony Todd. The continuity of Final Destinations. For the most part. Have you seen... I don't remember if I saw this one. Did you see this really? theatrically? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I brought a friend that was not into horror movies. There's kind of a group of us. And uh, the oh, the scene where the logs go through the window, I just remember he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Uh, he's like, "What did you bring me to? What is this?" Yeah. He was unsuspecting. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, he was expecting the brutality, you know, of these of these deaths. So they they did up the game a little bit, though. Yeah, they weren't messing so, around. I think the next, yeah. So that was this is what I was going to wear actually. Because I oh, do okay. have his outfit, oh, jeans, cool. and t-shirt, and everything from the last scene. So, oh, nice. Now, I I actually did wear this for another video that I appeared in. <laughs> really? For in 2000, it was 2003. So for the 25th anniversary of Halloween, they were having a convention, and then you had to submit a video uh, to potentially have a. Uh, walk-on role on the next Halloween, and so everybody submitted these like oh, three-minute yeah. videos. And so that that shirt was close enough to look like Jamie Lee Curtis's at the end of yeah in the closet. So um, I, I wore that shirt as as a wardrobe. I, I remember we we talked about that, and I've seen that video that you made. Yes. Very well done. Yeah, great job. So maybe yeah. you put the, for the listeners too, and if you're viewing, you can see Robert has the locations on a map. So you can check these out yourself um, if you'd like. And uh, I like you. Google Maps is a good friend of yours, and you're pretty good with updating these. Yeah, I try to. And they, all use, they mostly use the number. Uh, here's the thing. They use the number system except for part four. <laughs> and part four, they, they called the, the final destination. The, like, the. And it was just awful. So, it, Is it bad? I, I, out of all of them, I just, that's not a, a fan. I can't, I can't rewatch it, yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, Final Destination Two has your approval? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to take your word for that. I'm going to yield to you. Number eight is Love Actually. Not a not a cheesy scene in this movie. It all holds up. I actually <laughs> haven't seen it. You haven't? You should no. watch it once. I. It's a holiday like, Christmas movie. That seems like a big task. <laughs> you know what it is? It it holds up half and half half of it yeah. is just like unwatchable at this point it, but it's cool to see like andrew lincoln in here like a young andrew lincoln and mm. um liam neeson stuff but there's another part of it that's kind of raunchy that's just like funny it's laughable and it holds up in that regard um mm. but if you if you want to keep a, a straight face during the holidays no, I... stick with miracle on 34th street remind me i'll see if i can stomach this okay <laughs> Uh, it holds up for me, though. We're, right. Robert might watch this sometime in his life. Next is uh, SWAT. Colin Farrell doing um, American accent, but sometimes the Irish accent comes out. 
in the movie, if you yeah. remember. He'll be talking, I'll go, yeah, no, Dane, your sister, she's 28. <laughs> and you go, oh. Do our other characters like, what? <laughs> no, no, they just left it in. But it, it's like his, just stopped caring in the movie at some point. <laughs> she's 28. Ah. Huh. Um, it's it's kind of a cool movie. Uh, it it's um, realistic it, it, early on with they show like SWAT procedures and live you know actual footage, and then it kind of gets into like a little ridiculous. It's like a Rambo in the in the sewers of L.A. Yeah. But there's oh. a cool scene on the Sixth Street Bridge. Okay, I'll have to give it a rewatch because I remember seeing it and I thought it was okay at the time, but I haven't watched it since. So next yeah. time in a, I'm in a hotel, I will give this a watch. Okay. It, it will be on. I can guarantee it. It will. And yeah. I did speak to the Holiday Inn, and they have a list of 30 movies. Uh, Ready to go. Like, yeah. why, they, why does it keep showing Love Actually? Well, anyway, it's the third time. Yeah. Um, next, what do we have next, sir? Uh? Kill Bill Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I actually, and I have been to a few locations for this, but I have not posted them since. I, I don't really feel like I had a big, complete location, so I was like, eh, half of you know? so, I mean, like, the church and... The the what's her name's house Fernetta's I can't remember where they have the uh, fight I don't where remember. the little girl comes home so but anyway but uh but yeah so this one still holds up it holds up more than volume two does for me but you have to be in the right mood for it I agree and also agree holds up more than still holds up not as much as or more than two and yeah you do have to really like seek it out in that in the sense yes Kill Bill Volume One go check it out um. What do we have for number 11? Leprechaun. Well, it's not really called Leprechaun 6, but it's Leprechaun Back to the Hood. A to friend with that. Coke is a friend no joke. <laughs> it's not an Irish accent. It's not, an accent. not in the movie. No, so this is technically Leprechaun 6, but even though it's kind of a sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood. So they're kind of... Right. It's kind of like Jason X. It is... Number ten, but it's really kind of not part of the original Friday the Thirteenth because they yeah. weren't allowed to use the title. But so anyway, but it's, it's I think this is the last of the Warwick series, if I remember right. So yeah, this I Friday think you're right. Series, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So while I, as a completist, I did these locations, and I'm not sure how many are probably still left in the in this area. So. <laughs> This is the kind of Palmetto area, which is used quite frequently by films. Um, and I know the area around it has been used. So, Oh, the rainbow. Forgot about that scene. Oh, yes. So this is where they were supposedly building a new community center. Um, and it's actually just a parking lot. And I think they shot a lot in the studio kind of uh, across the street from it. Not across from the street, but on the opposite side. So okay. they just stayed in the area. They just um, walked across the street and went, go get something for us. Yes. Um, here we are. Six Street Bridge. Yeah, yeah. Hope you're happy. <laughs> Whoever Hope you're happy, it. L.A. <laughs> now, what are we supposed to film on? Um, yeah, I just and I just saw Six Street Bridge on, do you remember Jimmy Ray? You probably don't. You're too young. Jimmy Ray? There's a video called, yeah, like, uh, are you Jimmy Ray? I don't Jimmy remember. Like that. I'll, I'll send you the link later. But anyway, they shot in the Sixth Street Bridge as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yep. So here's uh, a lot of it years later, so you can still match it up. And I like it. Great job on this one. Um, this is all in the same block. Yeah, this is all... Yeah, yeah keep going down, because I'm sure there's more interesting stuff. Um, 
down the page. But here's the thing: this is where I'm an over completist. You know? No, I like it. It's good. Like Who else it. has done this? And here's that: yeah, not too many people I have done the Leprechaun and the Hood movies, but <laughs> and some of these still look the exact same. That yeah, looks like the beauty salon store is this literally the same. Nothing has changed. There. Nothing has changed. There's no money going yeah. into revitalizing revitalizing this part of the, the yeah, hood. So. So some, uh, yeah, I think these buildings have kind of changed. Now, when you look at that, I don't think you can even see that bridge anymore. I think there's buildings there. So no. I got yeah, to I think it you're right. while I could. So this is also the same area from Madonna's borderline, if just kind of down that same street. Oh, cool. But, but yeah, so there you go for all the, oh, they did go back to. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. They Lacey's filmed Freddy's Dead here. Happy yeah. anniversary, Freddy's Dead. Oh, yes. What? what they saved the best for last. You had to say it or I would have. I know. I, I was trying to catch you before you said it. <laughs> and anytime we bring up Freddy's Dead, I always say they saved the best for last. Because, of course, that was the tagline of the movie. And Robert and I talked about that in one of our first shows. And I'll be saying that forever. Yeah. I'll be at Robert's house in Omaha someday visiting. And he'll go, yeah, I may do some dessert after dinner. And I'll go, <laughs> he saved the best for last. For last. And then I'm like, Ugh, you ruined dessert. You ruined dessert. <laughs> <laughs> but, but explain to us though this this shot where, where what is this is this an operating factory or something like no, what is this, this is this actually building? this is Lacey street studios so this is actually a working studio so it uh, is cagney and Lacey was shot there saw was shot there the first saw um few right yeah many many films and uh it's just kind of easy ready to go but and this uh, is just the parking lot though yeah so this is kind of the parking lot but they they use this for as like anything in LA, everything is potentially for filming. So, yeah. Have you been inside that building? I have. So. Is it like nice, like redone? No, it- it's kind of like, but there's like a ton of different spaces that uh, they, they can use. Um, and yeah, okay. I just accidentally got, I was been trying to get in cause I want to see what it looked like. And then uh, one day I just went and I, I knew the name of the guy that managed the whole thing, but he wasn't there. And but say some guy says, I'll take you around. So, Took okay. and, but you got to go in there, which is pretty yeah. Yeah. pretty so cool to say. Pictures, yeah. So, and he actually took me to the saw bathroom set, or where the ba- the, the bathroom was. Oh no, we're, no why really? Yeah. So yeah, that's let, cool. We took we it's it is the same door, you know, like game over, and they slam the door. So we took some. Yeah, does it, it looks like it in there? It, the door, it is the same. Door, you know, but wow. obviously the bathroom was just a set built with yeah. that, that piece. So oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, so they shot here. I think they yeah, had down in um. Yeah, I was getting the same pulls. Uh, <laughs> Completest. No, it's, it's good. You match them up well. Yeah, Rodeo Drive, used many times. Uh, which this 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 uh, little side street also shows up in Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's L.A. and it all does. LA people shop on Rodeo Drive. I do like the guerrilla filmmaking in these shots. I can tell you, Leprechaun in the Hood did not. <laughs> block out Rodeo Drive for this yeah. scene. I can't imagine that they did. No. No, look, they're all outdoors it's shots. Too. Yeah. It's, it's like, funny. Just hurry up and turn, yeah. It's a cool part of LA. Um, oh, yeah, you you really got in here. I, shots. For, yeah, and actually, I like the, the, the Leprechaun in the Hood films, the, the, the two films. I thought they were kind of fun. So. Me too. I'll watch them before the, yeah. the other ones. And there's the Borderline Bridge where Madonna was dancing. Oh, cool. Borderline. Classic. Great job on this one. Thank you. So it goes on and on, but for fans, they can 
Yeah. Go Take to set-jetter.com. You'll see the brilliance of <laughs> Leprechaun 6. Uh, number 12, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, so this was the sequel? I think so. I mean, the two would say that it is, but for some reason yeah. I thought Tokyo Drift was. That's what I thought. Maybe that was three. They all bleed together. Yeah, so obviously this film does not hold up for me. <laughs> you know what they should do is release Fast and Furious 10, but just re-release Tokyo Drift to see if anyone even notices the difference. Probably. They were like, wait, this, this one has a plot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not what we came for. Yeah, I don't know where this falls in the the Furious saga, but um, and I really don't care to know. But no, no, yeah. no. Uh, I'm, I've never seen it. I'm going to yield to you along with the next one. I haven't seen what is thirteen? Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, Full Throttle, also known as Charlie's Angels Two. Two. So I enjoyed the first Charlie's Angels because I thought, oh, they kind of had the right mix of camp and fun, and and they kind of tried to recapture that uh, with. Uh, speaking of kind of Instagram selfies, uh, this movie is what was shot as an Instagram selfie filter before that even existed. So, oh really? It's blown out or whatever, and it's like it's like is this a CGI Demi Moore or this is the real? Oh really? Yeah, so uh, yeah, so <laughs> it it just doesn't hold up compared to the original. No, they they tried, but no, they tried to be ambitious with it. Yeah. Uh, what do we have for 14? Jeepers Creepers 2. Yes. So, I have seen this one theatrically. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it at the time, but I haven't watched it since. It was a decent follow-up. So this follows a, uh, because the director is a perv of uh, high school boys <laughs> on a big bus. Yeah. Uh, who, for some reason, the best thing breaks down so they all decide to go tanning on top of the bus like right <laughs> yeah um, but, but Victor st- Salva right yeah but ignoring that the film is a good follow up to and they kind of do the up the ante with the sequel and you will leave the theater going humming jeepers creepers where'd you get those peepers because <laughs> he was a peeper the director he, uh, uh, Justin Long was in this one I think he was in the first one but not this right. one. Or he shows up dead in this one or something like that. Yeah. If I remember right. I remember the tanning, though. It was kind of, uh, kind of interesting. Yeah. It looked like a commercial, but... <laughs> it did. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this still holds up, though. Jeepers Creepers 2. It probably does. I would definitely watch it in a hotel. It's like, oh, did I like this one? Or was it creepy? But Right. We'll have to mention these kind of films, too, as we hit uh, October in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and do more horror-themed shows. Let listeners know what Robert will be watching so we yes. can do some horror film countdowns. But um, Jeepers Creepers 2 still holds up. Uh, number 15 is Wrong Turn. <laughs> Wrong, Wrong Turn. This turned into a strange franchise. So, uh, <laughs> this did turn into a strange uh, yeah. franchise. The uh, first one is some pretty based in a kind of reality. Um, it was, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but Elizabeth Dushku was in it and her yeah it's, it seemed to hold up at the time i don't i haven't rewatched it so i, I can't say no uh i liked it at the time um the, the first one this one uh it's all theatrically I, I, I don't think i've i've watched it since we're such jetters and we have all the facts here and such jetters. yes ready to go <laughs> still holds up um still holds up 
give it a watch. Uh, 16, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This was the reboot or reimagination. Um, Jessica Biel yes. um, had the big fat lady that goes, oh, my, 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 my. We quoted that this movie so much when it came out. I think we saw it twice. And people, like my friend Mike and I, you know, like, hey, you know, we're going to a party Friday. Like, oh, my, 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 my. Um, <laughs> The joke was right. really inside between us, just because we like that woman. But um, what a creepy movie, though. Yeah, I and I remember the line I used to say. I, I can't remember verbatim now, but I was like, "What you do is your own business," or whatever that line happens to be. <laughs> I used to say, like, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh. So this is a dirty, sweaty, good-looking movie. Yes. Um, Daniel Pearl was the cinematographer on the original and this one. And even though they kind of seem different looking, obviously they're kind of a different palette and this one is a lot slicker, but uh, I, I love the look of it. I love that they kept it in the same seventies, early seventies timeframe because it, as we've seen with some of the sequels, it's different when you try to up it into the current times. Um, no. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't translate well in a modern it, setting. It just becomes another teen you know, slumber party had come up kind of thing where there's the the hot one, the jock, and the black guy. It's like, hey, come on, let's go, let's go have a party. Yeah. And you're like, throw some more stereotypes in there, and we got a movie. But yeah. I do agree with what you said. And um, Pearl doing, um, you know, obviously it's it's different equipment and, and has a higher quality uh, caliber film. It's um, it is very similar in that, and and it, it did capture a lot of the unknown, creepy. Kind of, you know, you're lost in the dark, uh, you know, the backwoods of Texas or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, with the cop duct taping the, the guy and they put him in the trunk and all that. I mean, it's just the, the whole thing is uneasy and it does its job. Yeah. You don't uh, want to be in that position. I mean, and you can picture yourself in the position of these kids. Right. What would I do in that situation? Um, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Me too. So this you is, got some great shots here. We're, yeah, if you're listening. So, we're looking at some shots. Yeah, so we're looking at the website. So the house is a. They have a lot of. There's signs everywhere that you just don't. And plus, it's Texas. You don't cross the fence line. <laughs> and I think they're they're okay. No way. But yeah. So uh, the Blair Meat Factory. I remember this. Uh, uh, we'll come back to that later. So um, I'll tell my story as we go back to oh, that really? later in the movie. Yeah. So here they just kind of do a drive by of of, of this. Uh, place and i think this is actually kind of the back road but um what else do we got so i <laughs> oh my gosh my, my, how did you match this up here's my completest because later i think near the end of the scene i knew where they were uh where the sign was yeah so <laughs> oh wow you really did match it up there's just yeah. trees i know but i, I knew I? where it was yeah so yeah uh the gas station i went to unfortunately they're they having a meeting that day so i couldn't go inside or they uh, I, there's cars everywhere, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then they looked at me like, we're having a meeting. I'm like, all right. A meeting like, of what? Um, yeah. Female rights to get rid of that I week? Was, probably. So I was like, ugh, don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Um, so I tried to get my best to get the shots. I said, like, yeah, could you all move your cars so I can get better shots, please? Uh, I know you're having a meeting. Can you move your white pointy hats off the table so I can get a shot? Thanks, Texas. So, but I did pop in there, and I, and I obviously, I, Try not to go to Texas too often. I probably will, will never revisit these locations, but yeah. while I was there, I kind of did everything. So, hey, one in Rome. Yep, you, you uh, match these up great though. These are this is a really cool entry. Yeah. They let, would not let me go back in the back. 
so I had to sneak some shots. Uh, while they they were there. very like don't yeah, trust pass like, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you can't be going. I'm like, all right, I'll just take some of the front because I'm like, or they said you can ask somebody, and I went back and when I and like literally I was stopped like within ten seconds. Like, well, no, what kind of like place no, is this? Is it like I, a? It, I don't know. It's. Oh okay. Yes, I don't know. I was. Uh, you weren't trying uh, to like really find out. No, yeah, it's, it's best I probably don't know. So. Um, yeah, so if we go down to the next one, because I did go to the mill, um, oh, and, uh, cool. which the, uh, later, I think that there's a tire that's still there. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, some of the stuff, I didn't get it matched up exactly, but. You're not messing around. I am not messing around, so. <laughs> wow. I even tried to move the windmill so it was in the right position. <laughs> I was gonna say, you didn't, did you? Yeah. No, no. So, so, so this whole area, I mean, around the mill, and I remember this is also like I. That's my rental car. You're probably seeing the background, and and I, the guy that owned the property next to it, because of course there's signs everywhere. And I said, "Is it okay if I?" He's like, "You saw the signs. It's up to you. If you want to take the you risk." Know, I, I got to give you credit. If I don't know what the surrounding area looks like, maybe if you walk five feet, there's like a main street. But if I were there alone. I, I wouldn't do it. I'd be yeah. afraid, especially if somebody said, you see what the sign says. That, to me, that's yeah. like you're going to get killed. <laughs> I, I would have left. I would not yeah. have made it as far it's, as you. It's like crap. And so I, I didn't go. I know people, I think, that went inside this, too. And I'm like, I would not do that, even with people. Inside? Science. Yeah. So I don't know if, if they might have shot in there or not. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah. What else do we got here? I couldn't do it. Um, yeah. Did you it's, go alone here? Yeah. Wow. So, so I did my oh, best stones of steel and uh, uh, <laughs> trying to get it, kind of get in there and just get the shots that I needed, move on, get out of there. Um, the house yes. and then yeah yeah you can keep, scroll through these oh down. Part of them are just kind of repeating for various screenshots over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Blair uh, with the, the meat packing plant, I remember I got bit up so badly with bugs. I was like, yeah, and I was just like, uh, I was like, uh, I remember for days I felt like my, uh, so this I because I did go back into the grass and stuff like that uh, to kind of get these uh, through the oh, tent locations and stuff like that. So, but it was just like, uh, it was. This is an abandoned property. Uh, I don't think it's abandoned. I think it's actually a working. I don't think it's a meat plant, but it's a working building. I mean, there's some modern things to it, so you could tell people. Uh, still are it's still usable building so we're having a mate in here today get going now i used to own props a wardrobe from this film i think i included on the website but i actually these are pieces that i did sell you got a pair of chucks yeah so i had uh his outfit he had i two different shirts uh that he wore in the film one had a hook in the back and one was the hero shirt and this guy was skinny who was the guy the actor that played him um I can't remember his name. He's uh, he's in other things. He shows up quite a bit in different things. So he's a, he's a good actor. But but yeah. So I had his glasses. There might be a picture of that. Um, You're a very brave man for doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Texas. This one still holds up. Texas Chainsaw Massacre still holds up. Holds up for me too. You've heard it here. Uh, I'm very proud to know you after those shots. You're a brave man. <laughs> and I'm still here. You're still here. I, I would not have done that. And I'm from Pennsylvania where there's a lot of haunted off-limits yeah. places that I've gotten into, like old abandoned high schools and things like that. 
uh, no problem, something like that, couldn't do it. Wouldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. It's, Not it's when there's easy. a real threat. Back roads um, in Texas are pretty scary. Yeah, they're pretty scary. Uh, next we have on honorable mentions for 2003, old school. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. Uh, is this the one where he gets shot with a tranquilizer? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, so. oh, that's so funny. You're just crazy. I went um, to the old school house, I remember. Did you really? Cause, yeah, because it's on Back to the Future Street where George McFly's house is and the 30-something house is and Teen Wolf. Oh, cool. It, it's, all, it's all on the same street, yeah. Um, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Um, for the most part, to me, this film still holds up. There's some dated things that really aren't funny today, Yeah. Um, as, as with a lot of comedies from 2003 in that era. But, uh, yeah, there's good performances for the most part. I think I still like it. Is this one with Vince Vaughn where he's he's on the rings and he's smoking? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, indeed. That was one of my yeah. favorite shots. I don't know. It is good. It is good. When Vince Vaughn was still funny. He, well, yeah, before he got all crazy, when he was, uh, like, the scene in this movie where they're training and they're dancing, yes. um, to everybody dance now, it's like, it's it, you're, you're always going to like that. It's yeah. always funny. It's good. So, yeah, it still holds up for me. Still holds up. Um, and that was uh, the honorable mentions. Um, I felt like that was a pretty good list overall. Yeah. I felt more better than the previous years. I agree. <laughs> oh. uh, what's, a re- what's a reboot that's better than the original? Uh, let me see. That's better. Sometimes you don't realize that it is better, and I'm trying to think. Um, and for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't want to say it's better. I think it's on par with the original. Um, I agree because it's somewhat. I, I like kind of the reimagining. I'll, I'll have to think about that. Actually, I was not prepared for that one. Clearly, RoboCop is up there. <laughs> no, it's not. Clearly, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, oh, <laughs> who was who played Freddy in in um, the reboot? Um, the the guy from Bad News Bears, uh, I can't remember. Oh right, name. right. Uh, he he was fine. We we'll, we'll just save that until until 2010. Yeah, if yeah, far. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a good question though. Uh, yeah, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Let us know. Uh, we'll read it on a future show. If you're listening to this now, if there's a reboot that was better than the original, we'll give you some props and some love on the next show. But I think um. Yeah, I think it's an interesting question. Yeah, I'll think about that myself. All right, uh, Can't Look Away, 2003. Uh, what do you have... <laughs> gosh. What do you have for yours, Robert? Oh, I love the core. The core. Um, <laughs> I made everybody go to the theater to see this with me. <laughs> is this one with Hilary Swank? Yes. And yeah. Stanley Tucci, and I can't remember who else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he is my favorite line. Um because like we're supposed to restart the planet, or did it, but but what if we could? And I'm like, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, well, like then of course we try it, dude. Like, what? Um, what if we could? Yeah. So it's like preposterousness at its highest, and you know that they're there's still yeah. a little bit from the abyss and uh, Armageddon and whatever. Like you know, like we're gonna drill to the center of the Earth with this. Yeah, we're, we're, and, gonna, we're yeah. gonna do it. it yeah, it is yeah. like the Abyss or Armageddon. They're trying to they're trying to copy those. Yeah, um, um, and then somebody has to self sacrifice. There's a not a good person, and uh, are they gonna save the day? You know, and then it's just yeah, yeah. It's um, I have seen this movie though. I think I enjoyed it when it came out. Um, it is a tough watch though. I watched it not too long ago, but it, it is it's science fiction in ridiculousness coming it is at you. Awfully good. 
<laughs> it is. Aaron Eckert's in it? Yes, that's what I was trying to think who was the the lead. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just the, the film opens what landing uh, the space shuttle on the L.A. River Basin. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you right under the six, shuttle right, down right, right by the Sixth Street Bridge. Right. Um, so, classic. <laughs> that old bit. Oh, the old Endeavor landing on the the L.A. River. Yeah, I've seen that a hundred times. Land. Yeah, it's on these plot uh, place in L.A. We can land. I'm like, all right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's ridiculous. Uh, and what is uh, your can't look? My away? can't look away is Freddy versus Jason. Ooh. I'll always watch it because it, it has uh, Jason in it, but it's a bad movie. But I do like the line. Um, I still quote when the kids run out of the house in the beginning after getting hacked up and the yeah. cop comes by. He's like, do you kids need some assistance? You know, they're like screaming and crying. Like, help us. Do you kids need some assistance? Uh, Lock, Lemon, Row, which I cannot take seriously. <laughs> after, no, of course not. Uh, again, like, he's a cop. He's the cop in this. Uh, right, right. It, it's bad with him. And even when he comes in and they're like, oh, shit, even though we're getting killed, I'm going to hide this weed. He's like, yeah. relax. I'm on your side. And you're like, oh, okay. All right, uh, so you're not going to bust this for pot. But let's go kill some bad guys. Yeah, I so obviously I have issues with this like a number of ways. Like there's a couple of things. Like one, they probably had the chance to bring Betsy Palmer back uh, if she was still alive, and probably mm. they wouldn't pay her enough or whatever. And like that would have gave it an entire star just for a two minute cameo, you know, if she happened to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that is a couple interesting deaths. I do like the guy, the, the one of the first one, the guy oh, in the bed. Yeah. You know, and I was like, like, okay, that's kind of fun. But then later, you know, like during the uh, the rave in the cornfield, and then it just kind of turned into kind of like a kabuki where uh, blood is like like kill bill yeah. spraying out. And I'm like, well, you can't have it both ways. You can't have some real kills and then some ridiculousness no. uh, going on. Now I do have the <laughs> issues with like uh, it's, it's, it's the awful line of like. Jason's afraid of water and Freddy's afraid of fire. How can we use this? Uh, like, one, I don't think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's not true. And the, the fact that they show that shot for shot in the water, going and Jason looking down, like, oh, you know, he's going to drown and standing upright. Um, and then Freddy in the cabin where he kind of looks around, like, yeah. you know, it's ridiculous. And it does feel like a bad uh, Nightmare on Elm Street film. Uh, that they do focus on Freddy for most of the movie, yeah. but um, and then they just remember, oh yeah, Jason's in the suit, and they throw in some Jason scenes. But I mean, uh, overall, they, uh, they they I don't think there's like a good balance between the two. No, and it it is it made a lot of money, I think, but I don't see how it it, it can hold up. Still, people, I guess people still watch them. People still think it's kind of fun, but yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> People like you. Uh, I still keep I, it alive. And they tried to make it in the same universe. I mean, they went back to, they were supposed to be Weston Hills Hospital and and the um, mm-hmm. uh, the different hypnocil and stuff like that. But mm, it's just, no. No. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't. It Except doesn't work for you. At all. No. It it, has, it's, a, it's a terrible movie. It's place dead. your bets. <laughs> place your bets. And it, it's so. It, Monica Keene at the end, like, uh, take that, bitch! You're like, oh, come and on. And isn't her name Lori in the film? I'm like, you can't name a, yeah, a final right. girl Lori. I'm sorry. It's That's, bad. Yeah. Taken. Yeah, take it. Done. It's been done respectfully. Yeah. 
bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Some of Freddie's lines too, where he's like set did like his sexual lines, pretty cringy today. Um, uh, yeah, you know, he. I'm not even gonna say him, but like they're, yeah. they're just that doesn't age well at all, even for him. No, it's just I'm saying no to this movie. Um, there's to know. Um, before we go, I wanted to say I sent Robert this meme I found a few weeks ago, and it was uh, I don't know if it was actually Robert Englund, but it was some character playing Freddy at a convention, smoking a cigarette outside, and the caption was I focused on people's dreams so long I forgot to focus on my own, <laughs> and Robert's response was Sadly, I've seen that before, <laughs> and I have to ask you. You don't have to really have any names, but have yeah. you seen? People like smoking cigs, like depressed, looking outside of conventions, like, yeah. in character. Yeah, because you know people. <laughs> at, well, one uh, sometimes cosplay is fun, and I, I don't get how they do it all. You know, like they people enjoy it, but like if you're in a mask all day or whatever, no. I'm like, oh, that's. I, I might do it once around if I'm going to do that, and then I'm like, okay. Uh, but I but I have seen it, and then you know there's no smoking in the hotel, but. So there's everybody's outside smoking and in cosplay and stuff like that. So you have seen it. Yes, I have seen that before. That's so funny though to see all these characters. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of I strange. mean, imagine if you were like a kid or somebody that that's like an idol. I mean I'm sure <laughs> it's it's I'm don't get me wrong, it's not Disney and you're not gonna see Mickey Mouse ever smoking, but yeah. uh like as a kid, that's weird. I, I remember I saw the Ninja Turtles as a kid. Yeah. At some place. Believe me, these weren't licensed characters. <laughs> um, and then I like turned a corner and I see the guy take his like mask off. And I was like, oh, like, I know you're fake, but like as a kid, I shouldn't see this. Yeah. You know, you got to keep that in mind. True. But if kids are going to these anyway, they probably shouldn't be idolizing a burnt <laughs> child molester to begin with. Do you want to see, see Santa or Mickey? No, Freddy. Freddy's afraid of smoke. Jason. <laughs> Jason's afraid of alcohol. So don't drink. That would not liquid. fly at a convention. Whew. People like to There's get you, their party on. Your response yeah. was just great, though. It's like, sadly, I've seen this. <laughs> it's true. Most conventioners probably have. So It's so sad. Oh. What have uh, some of these conventions, though? Have you ever seen anybody, like, you knew they were drinking kind of heavily? You could smell the booze? Yes. Oh really? Oh god. Oh yeah. There's people, and especially because if they have the parties at night, and then we're yeah. dressed up, and and then usually I don't last too long at those. Like I feel like I'm too old for that. And yeah. Uh, but every once in a while they have a fun one. Like I remember, um, they had a carry one uh, for Ooh. a night under the stars. And they had they made the same decorations, and each table even had that you could vote. It, it looks exactly like you know if you want to vote for Carrie White and Tommy Ross and Betty. Um, Buckley was there, and PJ Souls, and Piper Laurie, and and oh, people were dressed cool. up as Carrie and stuff like that. So it was kind of it was fun. That I enjoy, you know, and I enjoy it for a good 10, 15 minutes, and then I'm like, all right, like <laughs> time. I, I, to I came, I did what I came to do. Yeah, and like you all have your drinking fun, but yeah. All right. That's, <laughs> That's funny. Those guys, when they do that, I know uh, Marty York, my buddy from the Sandlot, they'll go to um, not not so much conventions, but a lot of like autograph signings. Yeah. For like them and other baseball movies, and um, he was just saying a lot of times, you know, there's nothing to do at night, so I'll just get like wasted, and it's like, <laughs> oh, how do you do that? Like, 
has her body go back to don't no, I mean I couldn't no you get yeah that the harder is to kind of do that but shuts down yeah yeah not for me I've been chasing dreams so long I forgot to chase my own <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Robert Englund outside of um a convention like yeah talk to him as, how is he in person um uh, he's just still Robert England. Um, I remember he was at a slam dance film festival that I, uh, he was in the film. Um, and he's still, he's a talker and he loves to tell stories and really, yeah. So I think that's, that's just kind of in his nature. Um, and I had a friend that went to go see him recently, which it was, I, th- I swear he, I think he said it was in line eight hours. Um, Oh my gosh. And then probably he's like, hasn't everybody got his autograph by now? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, at at this point, doesn't everybody right. have Robert? Yeah. Um, so obviously he's still bringing him in. Apparently, Freddy, yeah. Freddy versus Jason, be damned. Uh, yeah, watch it. Still People getting that hate that movie. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he likes to tell stories about you know his experiences on sets and and stuff like that. So I think that's probably probably why his line is so long because he does like to talk and interact. See, I think that's that's a good thing. Get your ski shined up, grab a stick of juicy fruit. The taste is gonna move ya. Take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is gonna move ya when you pop it in your mouth. Juicy fruit is gonna move ya. It juice the salt, it gets right to ya. Juicy fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. 